Whole sports all plays. Whole sports all plays. Whole sports all plays. We're making a place, you're talking the game, get you to the days. We're hiding the court, they're dying in the lane. Variety topics, living the same. All presentation, sports information. In the airways, taking the nation. All sport, all plays, they work in your faces. Grace at the field, so tie the laces. All sports, all plays. What's going on, Phoenix Suns fans? How's it feel to be 56 and 14 with your magic number being five left? How's that feel? Feels good to me, especially considering Jay Crowder was out. Cam Johnson was out. Chris Paul was out. You know, water's wet. No big deal. But here we are still sitting up top. Meanwhile, the Warriors looking like they just lost Steph Curry. Said he's out for the remainder of the game. It looks like it's a possible, they're saying foot injury, but a lot of the timeline and people are saying it's an ankle injury. But we'll see. Suns fan Randy in the building, as he says on his own podcast. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Five more. Five more wins. Lock up that first seed. Five more. Mm -hmm. Magic number is five. If you don't know what he's referring to, to lock up the number one seed. But we actually need six to get to our best record of all time or to match that. And then we need one more on top of that seven. That's what I want. I want this to be the best Phoenix Suns team of all time because that's what it's going to take to ultimately win the championship. I want Larry O'Brien and Phoenix fans, but I don't care about anything else at this point. Hopefully these guys come back. Chris Paul did not have a brace on when he was celebrating. We're going to talk about all that. He's on fire podcast. Let's go. baby magic number is five. Oh, i don't like that one no i don't like that one either let's just go back to that view that's totally fine magic number is five and we did so by destroying the houston rockets tonight 129 to 112 it was so bad i forgot how much we actually beat him by suns fan randy in the house tonight we are talking about this awesome game coming off of a back-to-back no less man uh booker 36 points Tory Craig didn't miss a shot, had 21 and 14. DeAndre Ayton with 23 and 11. Mikhail with 26. I mean, where do you want to start, man? Um, Let's start off with my personal favorite player of the game tonight, Tory Craig, man. Like, he's been yeah. missing in action. Hey. Yeah, he's definitely been missing in action for the last few weeks, been taking a lot of three balls for whatever reason. But it seemed like tonight he got back to the basics and started crashing the boards, getting a lot of rebounds. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, he made every shot that he took tonight, but I really like that he didn't go out there and try to be Jay Crowder. He didn't go out there trying to chuck up a bunch of threes and stuff like that. He went out there and knew 
did knew his role. You know what I'm saying? What, what the Rock say? Know your role. Absolutely. And, you know, he did a few things tonight that we've actually been missing, and that's fighting for the offensive boards. You know, JaVale and DA and some of those bigger dudes, you know, they can tip balls out. I appreciate that. They can do that. But I don't see a lot of them going in there, running in and getting those extra offensive boards and then finishing as well, too. You know, we're a really scrappy team. We get our hands on a lot of loose balls and everything, come up with steals. But the offensive reboard, rebounding side on the boards, that's what we've been missing. And Torrey Craig brought that tonight. Did you notice any of the little X factors he was doing on top of his miraculous? Oh, by the way, only other player in NBA history to not miss a shot with at least eight attempts, score over 20 points, over 10 rebounds, and two plus blocks. Only there other player to do that. Only other player to do that was Cat. Mm. That was it. That's crazy. That's a crazy stat line. Yeah, man, like like I said, he just went out there and did his thing today, and I'm glad that he kind of is finding his rhythm or finding his balance back within the team because it seemed like, obviously, he was in the system in the playoffs and stuff like that, but it seemed like he was kind of like out of like place or whatever the case may be. But So it's nice to see him back. Hopefully, he can keep it going in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And JJ, we're trying to get him out here, but something's just not working on his on his side. It's a it's a real bummer. Um, I know you're listening, trying to get on JJ. Uh, it's the same link that I'm gonna send you. It's the same thing. So just just shut shut everything down and start all over. But Devin Booker was a killer tonight too, man. Yeah, Devin man. Booker did some things. He hit a lot of contested shots that had no business going in, and he made some stupid three pointers. Devin Booker yeah. got pissed on that one uh, loose ball that he dove for. Mm-hmm. And I th- I, was it Michael Porter? Ju- it was Michael Porter yep. Jr. Uh, Kevin, Michael Porter Kevin. Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. Sorry, gosh, so many. He got the ball, ran down the lane, bounced it to himself, threw it in. Then he hit the ball, got a delay a game. Nothing came of it, though. And ever since that moment, I saw somebody tweeted, he was 10 for 15, bro, since that <laughs> moment. That's that yeah, he- don't piss me off Kobe gene, bro. Right. And yeah, like I said, Book did his thing tonight, and I've seen some things in him, like in the fourth quarter, that like I've been waiting for, kind of like a little bit. Like my thing with Book, and I've been getting a lot of flack for this, is that I want him to be able to rip off like he did, like at the end of the game. Like I think he had maybe eight or seven straight, or might have been nine. Can't remember, but he like ripped off and went off for nine straight points at the end to kind of close it. You know what I'm saying? And I yeah. feel like CP3 has that that gene, or he has that ability to where. Like, when he wants to put a game away, he'll go put a game away. And, yes, I think that Booker can hit clutch shots and stuff like that, and he can close it too, but he can't close it like that. Like, how CP3 did against the Nuggets, I think what he scored 18 straight was just like, give me the rock. I'm going down like this is what they're doing. And I just want Book to have that same ability just to take his game that much further. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I think next year is going to be his breakout year. Believe it or not, if you can say breakout year at this point in his career – Excuse me. I think next year is going to be his his breakout year. I think he's going to be averaging like twenty eight to twenty nine points a game. I think it's going to be ridiculous for him. Real quick, breaking news: we are at two hundred subscribers. We just hit the two hundred sub mark. So thank you, everybody. Let's take this time to share this out, uh, like it, review. You know all that fun stuff that you guys already know. But we couldn't have done this without you. I know people are sharing this out there, and it's kind of funny. Ever since I have some beef with Aiton's World, who's now shut down on Twitter, <laughs> I blew up because of that. So, thank you. 
I appreciate it. And if you're listening to Aiton's World, you can still come on and we can still talk it out if you want, man. No, no big deal here. But getting back to this game, that's more important. Uh, Mikhail Bridges and DeAndre Aiden. Let's talk about yeah. Aiden since we're on the topic. Yeah, they, they were no slouch tonight, too. Aiton had six offensive rebounds. Speaking of needing offensive rebounds, Aiton had six. What did you see out of him tonight? Um, I'm going a, I'm to a tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the whole truth, man. So, yes, DeAndre Aiden finished tonight. And I'm going to, like, because it's something I'm starting to realize more, like, as we're going forward with the team. Because I feel like Aiden is kind of easy, the scapegoat of the team, kind of. Like, it's like, ah, like, we didn't do this. It's because Aiden didn't grab boards or Aiden didn't. But, like, today was the first, or tonight's game was the first game I've seen where he was visibly upset. Like, in that first half, like, he was throwing his arms, like, man, y'all not giving me the rock. I'm doing this and that. And they looked him off a couple times. I won't lie to you. And so, like, I was on his side, like, look, man, we need to figure out a way to kind of get him more involved into the game. And I don't know what happened during that halftime. Maybe they showed him the actual stat line that he was, like, 6 or 14 with, like, the most shots on the team. So it's like, what are you really crying for? But I do think that they did miss him on a lot of shots and stuff like that. But that was just my only gripe was just, like, even if you're not you're not getting a rock, you still got to be out there. You still got to give that effort. You still got to, you know what I'm saying, roll hard, hands up, even if they're missing you. But, yeah, that was my only beef for him tonight, really. Hey, hey, I completely agree with what you're saying 100%. Everybody knows I'm not the biggest Aiton supporter, but I support him because he's on the Suns. I'm sorry that I just want more out of my number one pick sometimes. Tonight wasn't those nights I needed that or wanted that. There was a stretch there in the third or fourth quarter. You have to remind me which one, uh, Randy. Aiton had about three or four buckets just straight in a row, and it mm-hmm. was a close game. It was like yeah, fourth quarter. Single, single digits. Yeah, fourth quarter, and he just – got a couple of those, that little run by himself and just inflated that lead. And that was just it at the end. So the things that Aiton does have been tremendous. His offensive growth this year has by far surpassed his offensive growth in the, in the past few years. Last year with it was his defensive leap. This year is his offensive leap. If he mm-hmm. can somehow put it all together, plus learn how to either demand the ball or, or tell Monty again, he wants to dominate and do so. Yeah. He's going to be a very dangerous player, but we that, saved what? Go ahead. I was going to say, cause I think the biggest issue with it though, is that just getting him the ball, like actually like, you know what I'm saying? Like he might have to yeah. develop like getting it in the high post and coming off the dribble just because like, it's been so difficult for like players to get him the rock for whatever reason. Like, I don't know. They don't know how to do a bounce pass. Like campaign loves to go under the rim, get stuck and then try to dump it off. And that never really works out, but we got to figure out a way to, you know what I'm saying? Practice on, Maybe in the playoffs we'll look at it or, you know what I'm saying, get into it more often, but I don't know. No, I completely agree. And that's been a thing with him ever since the beginning, ever since the rookie year, even when we had, what, Elia Kobo as our point guard. <laughs> Didn't really have that problem with Ricky Rubio, by the way. It seemed like right. Rubio always got him the ball. I don't know why it's so different now. Yeah, it's a little bit different system with Chris Paul, but but not really. Uh, Mikhail Bridges had a furious dunk on Arizona State alum and not my favorite player of all time, Josh Christopher. Just a facial. And then he looked over to the sideline, talked his trash. I want to know what Mikael Bridges says when he trash talks because he is the goofiest dude in the NBA. (laughs) So I'm genuinely curious what he says. If anybody in the chat knows, go for it. But JJ, Mikael Bridges had an awesome night tonight. 26 points, five assists, three steals, three rebounds. Had a couple ridiculous threes, especially towards the end. He had a nice fadeaway. 
what did you see out of Mikhail tonight, man? Uh, it just seems like every game of Mikhail is improving, especially his, uh, his uh, catch-and-shoot uh, three-pointer and stuff. And his mid-range game has gone up uh, tremendously. You saw that a couple times. But just overall, his defense is just locked down, you know. Like, yeah. he chooses when he wants to uh, play hard defense. And when he chooses that time, no one's scoring. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Mikhail's just been oppressive in the stretch ever since the All-Star break. And uh, he's really making a case for not only most improved player, but also uh, defensive player of the year. Um, he's probably not going to win either. Maybe defensive player of the year because Stephen A. Uh, shout him, uh, shouted him out. Yeah, but... he said something nice about him. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I definitely see Mikel winning uh, defensive player of the year. And uh, like, uh, it's, you know, it's right in front of you. You know, you see like how long he is and how just everybody has trouble scoring on this guy but like just to see the progression from last year to now just him becoming a lethal offensive threat and him like every time he shoots it i'm confident going in and it's kind of crazy that we call this guy a three and d uh uh guy to start uh to start when he first got here but now he's just a lot more than that so this team is just progressing in every which way and you can't say uh anything more about michael the the development this son's coaching staff has done. I think that is very much a, Oh, did we lose you JJ? Oh no, I'm right here. (laughs) The development this coaching staff has has done is, is, has been absolutely incredible. Nobody can say anything bad about it real quick. I am watching the final minute of overtime between Notre Dame and Rutgers right now. 75, 73 Rutgers with a three banks it in 76, 75, 49 seconds to go. We are finally here with March Madness. Let's go. 76-75 Rutgers. To be fair, I picked Notre Dame to win this game, which they mm. could do. And J- JJ, your computer is just not working. Get on your phone. That trash isn't working tonight. Uh, up and under for Notre Dame. Tips it no good. Gets the offensive rebound. Dribbles it off of his leg and goes out of bounds. Down one with 27 and a half seconds to mm. go. That's, That's rough. That's tough. That's rough. Rutgers got the ball up one right now. Uh, former Arizona State great Cliff Amori is uh, is playing, so that's a bummer because I would have loved to have him on the on the team. Uh, great Anybody game. You had? I mean, I know he, ASU didn't make it, so did you have any horse in the race in this? Oh hell no, nah. hell no. Nah. I just <laughs> you know this one doesn't count against the actual bracket. You know, right, this right, game. Right. I was just picking Notre Dame because I just I thought they would win for no for no particular reason. Right. What is it? Thursday? Thursday is the real tomorrow. Real deal? Baby. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow it starts. Are you gonna yeah. join on the on the He's on Fire podcast bracket challenge or what? I've been sending you links. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost fill it out. Ghost Yeah, no, I gotta I gotta fill I gotta fill it out. I really gotta look at it because there's a lot of teams in college right now I like. I really like Purdue. Yeah. I really like them boys up the road, uh, Arizona. Ben, uh, I don't know how, how you pronounce his last Rejected! Name. We're going to put him in timeout for a minute. He just said he likes Arizona. <laughs> what is that garbage? One more. Rejected! Goodness gracious. Did you learn your lesson, Randy? Hey, man. They, they doing the thing. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> We're not about that. We're going to celebrate with Adam real quick. Did you just see that we got to 200 subs, JJ? Oh, Tonight, I we got to 200. Did. Let's fucking go, fellas. 
Yeah. Let's, let's get a he's on fire drop. Run it. Uh, he's on fire. God. <laughs> that was, I was a little late on that one. My bad. Yeah. Thank you for uh, all the support. Everyone 200 subs is huge. We're, we're really excited and we're going to keep it going. You know, we could keep talking about this game, but this just seemed felt like a typical Suns game. You guys, I don't think anything, any new development came out of it. I don't think any, anything groundbreaking came out of it other than Tory Craig's historic night, which it was. Tory Craig had a historic night in basketball going eight for eight, three for three with uh, 14 boards and two blocks. That was incredible. Other than that, man, I'm just glad we don't have to play the Rockets again. Man. You know, it, it's four weeks to the day. They're fucking annoying. Dude. When Chris Paul got <laughs> hurt, man, by the Rockets, four weeks to the day. So remember, initial reports were six to eight weeks, and then we saw four to six, and then we saw some were saying three to five. So we're starting to get in that area where I wouldn't be surprised if we see Chris Paul looking like he's going to be doubtful or something like that, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm hoping that comes out on the injury report. When he was celebrating, I finally saw him. He had no brace on his right hand, no brace. I think that's important. Usually if you're injured, you're going to wear a brace, especially around people, Uh uh, when you're on the bench, you're going to get up and celebrate. You're going to wear something. There was nothing there. Yeah, man. That's, so That's big. Yeah, and on top of that, they released a couple of videos of him on Twitter of just him shooting the ball around. Didn't look like he had a hitch in his shot or he was, like, wincing in pain or anything like that. He was catching the ball like they was doing a couple of chess passes. So, yeah. I don't know, man. Hopefully, I, I kind of predicted that he wasn't going to be out six to eight, but I don't know. Do we need him, though? He, we we need to get his legs under him is why we need him. <laughs> we gotta we gotta get his no. We definitely don't need him, and he could rest the whole time. Absolutely, but we need to be. We're in we're in playoff mode. We're not in win now mode. We're not in get the number one seed mode. We're in get into playoff mode. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we got some big games coming up still. I mean, we still got to play the Jazz again. We still mm-hmm. got to play the Grizzlies again. We got to play the Warriors again. Though I'm with Amit who potentially might be coming uh coming on later tonight we might not show them anything when we play them we still got denver we still got philly minnesota chicago friday night okay see the we got to bust the lakers one more time which is going to be a lot of fun and then the clippers and we play the kings twice so like there's games there i mean if we do want the number one seed we do have to keep winning right and we need to get into that playoff mindset uh that last game sunday against sacramento ain't nobody playing that game that's going to be the ish Wainwright game. He's going to come out with like 28 points and, and, and somebody's going to hit a random game where like Shamit will hit like the game winner that game. Right. Like Etwan Moore did. Exactly. And I miss exactly. Etwan Moore. That game, that, that game was crazy. <laughs> that game was him and Langston Galloway. I look, just watching Shamit miss so many threes. I'm like, Oh man, Ugh. Langston would hit those. <laughs> Shamit you know? was booty tonight. Straight cheeks, man. Straight buns. Absolute he, buns. He had a three at the end of the game. Yeah, to rise up his percentage to fifty percent from three. <laughs> yeah, man. He was need- he was he was not good tonight. I mean, he was good defensively. I'll I'll give you that. He was good defensively. There was a few times where he stopped Jalen Green. Yeah, but something I wanted to bring up, and I wanted you guys' opinion on it, because this kind of messed up my day. What was it, Sunday, where we were waxing the Lakers, and it was looking all right, and then this kind of report came out, and it kind of messed up my whole entire day. Um, So, Brooke Lopez is coming back. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's the thing. So I thought that he might have been done for the year. So does this change anything? Did this not mess up you guys' day? Or was that the only one that kind of was a little like, eh? Is, I, I want revenge, and I want full revenge. Mm, I'll take an advantage. I don't know. But don't I'll, know. I'll, I mean, I'll take, don't, don't get me wrong. I'll take an advantage. They still got to come out of the East, too. Right. I think right now, what if they did go to play, I think they'd play, like, what, Miami or something? Or not Miami. They would play – I don't know, like maybe Brooklyn, because Brooklyn's like around the bottom, or yeah, I think, it depends. I think they're technically the two. Yeah, they're the two seed right now by a half game, so they might play. They might play Brooklyn right now. Uh, the three seed would play Cleveland, so you're kind of hoping you get that three seed, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So as, but that was something that kind of like was like, oh man, like I was not looking forward to Brooke Lopez coming back. Is there any update on Frank or Dario Sarge? I'm no, missing no. Dario Sarge, man. Just no updates. By the pass. way, we're in, we're if anybody else is watching, we're in double overtime over here. Rutgers, Notre Dame, NCAA tournament. If you like basketball, there is nothing better than this right now. This is incredible. I love March Madness. I can't wait for tomorrow. Right. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. No update on Frank. No update on Dario. Dario's looking better at this point. We don't. I don't know if we really want Dario. Do Frank, we give him okay. one more chance? Like next year, do we give him like a? Hey, oh, ab- absolutely next year. But I, hey, I trust Monty. If Monty says you want to put him in and do something, you know what? I trust that. Hopefully, Abdel Nader doesn't come back. I don't he want won't. Monty throwing him in to the finals or something. Yeah, man, nah, that's that's a no go. So the Rockets were finally done with. They're pesky as all hell. They're annoying. I do love me some. Uh, uh, some Jalen Green. Jalen Green, if he gets, if he keeps his quickness and gets a body on him, gets a little muscle, Jalen Green can do some things in this league. Uh, everything that they've built around him, kind of trash. I, I'm kinda. not a Kevin Porter Jr. <laughs> fan. Christian Wood, I think, is overrated to a point. I want to see him with a good coach and a good team. See what he can actually do. He kind of seems like the Tobias Harris of of the Sixers, though, right? He would right. be a third, fourth option. But we yeah. don't have to play them again. Thank Remember God. when we wanted him though? Like, were we trying to what? Yeah, you were trying to get that's, him like what two years ago? But that's ago? when we weren't we weren't any good. We didn't know better. We anybody on the roster would, was an improvement, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Those days, the dark I, days. I agree, Roy. I picked them. I completely agree. Oh, we have a pyramid poppy reference. I totally forgot about that. I think Vermont actually be uh, will actually be in Arkansas. JJ's got Vermont beating Arkansas. Well, we I think I put that out. on the bracket too. I think I put for Vermont being Arkansas. He's on fire podcast bracket. If anybody wants some, go ahead and message us, or I can message you after the show. We've got fourteen people in there right now. Five dollars per. That's 70 bucks we got in the pot right now for the winner. Come and join, man. Come and join. I still got one more person joining, so that would be 75. Hopefully, we can bully Randy into joining. That'll be $80. Get oh, Randy's yeah. brother and bully you guys. That'd be $5. <laughs> Ooh, but there is one be- person in there I don't recognize. They're like ESPN fan 15765, well, you know, whatever. And it's Mike Rochiches. Rochiches. Mike Rochiches. I don't know oh, who that Mike is. Rochiches. That's funny. So whoever Mike Rochiches is on the uh, He's on Fire podcast bracket challenge, I don't know who you are, and I don't think I have $5 from you. 
And if you win, I don't know who to send it to, and I will keep it. <laughs> I have no idea who That's you are. Fair. By default, no, I'd, I'd I'd give the money back. I'd, I'd whoever wins next, I'd give it to that person. Ooh, and we're starting early too. I got I like Memphis. Imani Vase is not playing, huh? What's that? Memphis is playing Boise tomorrow at ten a.m. Well, 10:30. I got I got I got Boise State. I don't know. I might go Memphis. I like Jalen Derulin. I don't know if Imani Bates is probably not playing. I think he might be done. I think next year he's probably going to the G League. Yeah. If I was him. Uh, Boise State is very, very underrated. Uh, I think they're actually pretty dang good, but only only one game good. I also got San Francisco up, up, upsetting uh, Murray State. Mm. That's going to be one of the better games of the first round, I promise you. How far y'all got Duke going? I don't know if I have Duke going no. very far. I, I, got I don't have Duke going, going far. I think I got them eight. losing in the sixteen. In the sixteen? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can see yeah, that. They're, they're going to beat Temple. Uh, yeah, I think I had them until uh, the Elite Eight. I, I believe. Maybe it's the Elite Eight I have. I don't have it open right now. Roy, I don't think Gonzaga is going to win. I actually picked Villanova to win. Mm, oh, you, oh, you picked Villy? I picked Nova. I'm going Purdue. I'm going. I don't know. I got to figure out who they got, who they play, but I'm going Purdue. Oh, they got Yale. It's fun. This I like Jaden. I like Jaden Ivey a lot. Last year, I couldn't take it too serious because so many teams were hit with COVID, and it was it was just a weird tournament. And I just wasn't into it last year. Two mm-hmm. years ago, it was canceled. So this is the first time in three years we get March Madness, and it is my favorite sporting event, period. Nothing else beats it, especially these first two days when you see all these random teams upsetting the one, two, three, four seeds. It's just it's right. just so much fun. I, I completely agree, Roy. Auburn has a chance, and so does Baylor. I think I had Baylor losing uh, in the Sweet 16. I got Baylor in the Final Four. In the final four? Well, they big a- top seed for a reason. Yeah, that's true. Right. Hell yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm going to open up my bracket, too, and see what I have in the final four. Um, yeah, I like yeah, UCLA, man. My boy plays for UCLA, so I, I might have to put them a little bit further. They went pretty far. Where did they go? Final four last year? Who's who's that? Johnny Juzang? Nah, my boy. boy? Um, nah, uh, kind of. I knew him since he was a little kid. Um, he got actually the Jalen Suggs hit the game winner on him, and I like hit him up after. I was like, "Yo, that's tough." Like, you remember like when he <laughs> hit him the court? He was guarding him right underneath, and I was like, "Dang, that's tough." Like, but no, his name is uh, David Singleton, and I knew known him since he was like ten years old. And he was a beast, like an absolute beast, like Adidas phenom. Like his dad had him in the gym every day, like practicing against varsity and what was so crazy is like i was on var and his dad well his mom was a teacher and his dad was a dean and i had his mom's class and his mom used to be like if davy doesn't score against you guys like when you guys scrimmage at practice like mind you he's only 10 years old he's playing against varsity players he's like if he doesn't score against you guys in practice he doesn't eat that night i was like ain't no way bro ain't no way so then it was one practice i went up to him we were scrimmaging and he was playing, and I was just, like, messing with him. I was like, oh, you better score so you can eat tonight. And he looked at me so scared. He was like, I scored already. You can ask. And I was like, yo. <laughs> yo, this is nuts. They're breeding champions over there. But, I mean, it worked out. 
I mean, he's at that's UCLA a dope story. Doing his thing, man. So, but he uh, was he okay. was tough, man. Roy, I'm sorry, I got them losing to UConn in the round of 32. Uh, so wow. who I have in the final four is uh, Gonzaga, Kentucky, Arizona, and Wisconsin. Those are my four. Gonzaga, Baylor, Nova, Auburn for me. Jeez. Yeah, I got to look at it. I got to. Meanwhile, 40 seconds left. Rutgers is down to Notre Dame's at the line for one more shot. 86-84. Let's go, Dame. I'm going to check this Warriors game. 87 yeah, uh, looking at this game. Yeah, I had that on too, but I turned it off because I had to. I had to. Oh yeah, they're they're back. Oh, it's only a twelve point game. It was twenty. It's a twelve point game. Celtics are up. Yeah, that first court. Uh, that first half was atrocious from Golden State, dude. You like, love to see it. yeah, you love to see it. Like, um, I was talking to uh, some of my coworkers that are Warriors fans. Like, there's like multiple and stuff, mm. and they're just like so like clouded like in the head about like the holes with that team and like i told him like straight up i'm like like i can tell you the holes of the suns and stuff like like that's no problem and i know like teams can exploit that but they really couldn't list off what was wrong with the warriors and you know it's the size it's the turnovers it's it's the cold stretches it's (laughs) it's uh it's a reliance on Draymond. Like, like the guy was all like, well, uh, Draymond was out. That's what we were losing. I was all like, we, we had Booker out for a stretch. We had Chris Paul out for a stretch. We had Aiden. Aiden out for a stretch. And we still continuously won games. And, and he's like, well, our schedule. And I looked at their schedule, and I'm like, it's arguably easier than – what ours was. <laughs> I don't know, man. Everybody plays four teams in near conference and then two – against the other conference so it's like we have the same schedule especially when there's like 10 games left everyone's pretty much played the same schedule at this point yeah uh, Yeah. that's essentially what i was saying but you know it's just like like you know i'm not saying the the warriors are trash or anything uh but like the, the like if these two meet in the western conference finals it's gonna be a bloodbath but like I, th- I still think Phoenix is going to pull out of it, but you know, yeah. uh, only time would tell. But if uh, this Curry injury might be serious because uh, every every time Curry's rolled his ankle, the dude's been out for like a month. So we'll see. Deep three by Rutgers to tie the game with 22 seconds left. Notre Dame bringing it down right now. 87, 87, double overtime. Let's go. Whoa. <laughs> 11, 10. Nine. They're not running anything. Now they look confused. They're starting to run something. There he goes. He's dribbling down the lane. Notre Dame player goes up, scores. No, no, does not score. Gets the rebound, offensive rebound, goes back up with it. It's in. 1.4 left. Two, one. Doesn't even get a shot off. Notre Dame wins 89 to 87 off of a missed layup, offensive rebound, put back. They don't even get a heave at the end. Oh, goodness. That is a way to start March Madness. Let's fucking go. I am pumped for this. Tomorrow, the games start bright and early as Man. well. Too. I wish I didn't have to work and to make it so bad. My work has a uh, a yearly awards function like at 6 o'clock my time. And I'm like, first off, you do it on St. Patty's Day and you do it during the tournament? Come on. 
it's the worst time to do anything. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, uh, Iverson. Uh, to answer uh, uh, you, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Murray is coming back, but it's like the dude is nowhere near game condition, and he's coming back from what, like a ACL. And he's about to it? play at the playoffs. And he's about to play in the playoffs. He's going to be on a minutes restriction, which is going to kind of mess up the team's chemistry and flow. I think, I think they might go out in the second round. Like, I think they'll get past the first. But you know, yeah. uh, this team is very, eh, you know, it's very uh, back and forth. But to have MPJ and Murray coming back and ha- and expecting them to be playing playoff basketball. I don't know. I feel like that's a recipe for disaster after them being out for so long. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that's the answer to you. I'm not going to say that I'm worried about Denver, I, but you know, Denver's still really good. Uh, I think they might get a game or two out of us, but that's probably it. Yeah. That McGee dunk, dunk was, was crazy. Nice. Was nuts. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. But I feel like as Suns fans though, like, Realistically, we might have to prepare another year of people trying to give us that asterisk again. Just because I feel like, even like you said earlier, against Golden State and all the other stuff and all the flaws, it's like everybody's just going to continue to move the goalposts on us. And it's, that's just what it is at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fine. I just want to chip. You know? Yeah, like because in, 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 <laughs> that's, that's what I said when you first joined, Randy. I said, no matter what happens, we're not going to get the respect. So I think Suns fans just, Suns fans just need to let that go, man, and live for themselves, live for us. Yeah, <laughs> because like the, like what the what the NBA media really wants in the finals is Golden State versus the Nets. Okay, the right. Nets they're pretty bad. Uh, they have a part time player and uh, then a, another player that has back soreness for whatever reason, and he's been hasn't played the whole season. I like I really think like Adam Silver should step in to be like Ben Simmons should not be allowed to play because he's doing <laughs> all this bullshit this year. But yeah, the Nets are like, you know, whatever. And and Golden State, you know, like I see the holes, it's not addressed, whatever. But it's you know, the Phoenix just needs to play Phoenix Suns basketball, you know. Uh yep. when Cam Johnson's gonna come back rejuvenated, I guarantee he's fine. <laughs> and I bet uh, this was kind uh, like this was a game to sit out, Jay. I doubt Jay has, you know, quad soreness. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because it came out like a, like an hour before the game, and like so, I think this was just a resting game for him. So we're gonna start this uh, this trend of uh, guys taking nights off, and and uh, I'm here for it. I want to secure this the uh, uh, best uh, franchise record and secure this number one seed and. Uh, just hopefully scout out our opponents for the first round. Mm-hmm. I just Is there any- uh, sorry, I just saw a picture of a jersey swap between Devin Booker and Josh Christopher. <laughs> it seemed kind of cool. I seem it was one game we played where we had a back to back at home, and we played the Rockets the next day, and Josh Christopher was at the game, so it seemed like they might have had a little relationship while he was there. And then you know, so I don't know. I don't and give McGill- a damn. <laughs> Josh Christopher was one is one of the most wasted athletes of all time to come through Arizona State. Just a waste of space. The only good thing that he did was commit. That was it. He did nothing on the court, and then he quit. He quit yeah. on that team. Yeah. He did one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I like. I went so, to his high school games. He was. 
I liked him in high school a lot at Mayfair. Um, yeah, him and Remy. I don't know, like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened with that. It was the coach. I, it was the coach, and and Bobby came out and and recruited differently, and we had one of the better defensive teams in his tenure. We just got mm-hmm. hit with injuries too, and things happen, and it is what it is. And I think we're going to be better for it down the road. It just it wasn't a good fit to begin with, and he shouldn't have gone there. But I love when people were like, "Oh, he was good in high school. He was good in this." I remember when I was coaching and picking a JV and a varsity team, uh, and freshman team for that matter. And there was one kid who was out there. A kid was like six foot five, six foot six as a freshman. And they were like, "Man, we got to put him at, on a JV." I was like, "Why? He hasn't done anything yet. Oh, he's going to be the biggest kid." And I was like, "Okay, he hasn't done anything." Well, they're saying he's getting double doubles in church league. <laughs> church league (laughs) like nah Uh, uh, those those things don't equate just because you're a good college player doesn't make you a good nba player high school versus college you know what i mean all that stuff i'm i'm bitter about josh chris i mean let's let's let's, let's, we saw that with sam decker a dude was lights out in college sam decker yeah remember that adam morrison him and and, and kaminsky went crazy against you with they for like three years and like Sam Decker, like he's out the league. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <But> <laughs> he's probably in China or something for the Shanghai Sharks. I think so. I looked him up not too long ago. Yeah, I think yeah. he is. Man. And then Lakers fans, I went through my bookmarks tonight and I saw literally two or three tweets that were like, "Oh yeah, we getting healthy at the right time at the end of December. Just wait until March and okay. April." <laughs> and so I tweeted. I was like, "So it's March. How's it going?" They're like, oh yeah, we've we've been injured this whole time, haven't we? Yeah, have have fun on your on your whatever run, Disney run or whatever you call it, sons. It's like, man, we've been hurt this whole time. Build a real roster. For real. Yeah. I've been getting a lot of flack too. I didn't like what Anthony Davis said. Like, I don't know, like it's crazy because like around like LA and stuff like that, like a lot of people have been giving me a lot of flag just because they really believe that in their heart. Like what Anthony Davis said at that press conference, they really believe like if he was healthy, like it would have been different. And I'm just like, you Bro, guys are I, tweaking. I mean, they're not wrong for thinking it. It's just yes, riding with the what if, you know, it's like, let it go. It didn't happen. But like, right. it, it, was, it need, wasn't meant to be apparently. It, it just they wasn't. need just like a sliver of any type of ammunition Lakers fans. Just like a little bit of hope, a little bit of whatever. And they will blow up to be the biggest, most pompous fan base that you could ever imagine. And ah, that is it worse than Cowboys? Right there. Yeah. Is it worse than Cowboys fans? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Lakers fans, yeah. <laughs> like Cowboys fans know that they're bad most of the time. They just don't want to admit it. Lakers fans are kind of delusional. Like I got into a, a Jalen like Brown. Hello. I, I got into a, uh, a argument with a guy at work. Uh, he's a uh, he's a Lakers fan, and he swears everything that's going on um, wrong with the Lakers right now is uh, just straight up LeBron's fault. And I'm like, dude, Jeannie and Rob Polinka should not be like in charge right now. The, the, they were asked for ten years, wasted Kobe's last like seven years, and they're asked like five years after, and. Like when you get those assets, they traded off for AD, and when LeBron wanted uh, DeRozan, uh, like uh, the Lakers want to commit to a three-year with DeRozan, that's what he wanted. And then the backup plan was uh, Russ uh, Westbrook. 
So like, <laughs> it's, uh, so I told him all this, and like he's just like, no, dude, like LeBron. I'm like LeBron's probably gonna win a scoring title this year. He's the only one performing on this team. AD is talking shit in street clothes. Westbrook can't hit like any shots. Like like if people are saying Malik Monk is the most consistent guy on this team. I'm like, dude, he plays no defense, and he goes like what like three of fifteen from the three every night. Like, nah, it's <laughs> that ain't it. Yeah, yeah, that ain't it, dude. Like, that ain't like, it. yeah, LeBron, hundred percent deserves some blame, but dude, the management has been awful for a very long time. Okay, this is just a reoccurring thing. So, if you're watching this, uh, Brian, it's it, like it's been bad for a long time, dude. <laughs> so, so that's, I don't know. We just kind of rambled on tonight. You know, some scores went down. Some things happened in the league. The the T Wolves beat the Lakers. I'm kind of over talking about them uh the bucks are in a dog race right now with the kings 110 109 it looks like the warriors about to lose with stephen curry going out the raptors and clippers are close in the fourth quarter hornets beat the hawks sixers beat the Cavs. nuggets won pretty big over the wizards uh spencer dinwiddie had a nice buzzer beater to beat the nets mavericks over the nets tonight uh, Knicks beat the Blazers and the uh, Spurs beat the Thunder and the Jazz won by 15 over the Suns' next opponent, the Bulls. Donovan Mitchell had 37 points. So that's what's going on in the NBA. Because it's uh, the amazing March Madness tomorrow, there is only one game on tomorrow, and that's the Pistons and the Magic. Probably the worst matchup <laughs> in the league. Uh, <laughs> Friday and this weekend is going to be is going to be big basketball. Not only is it March Madness, I you know any plug that I can for that. There are some really good games around the league all through this weekend. So a lot of scoreboard watching. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So before we get off of the sun stuff um, and oh, and excuse Randy, What's unless that? Randy you want to you want to hang on for a minute, talk some NFL and some free agency and stuff. That's what we're going to chat about in a minute. All right, yeah. Hopefully, if my fire alarm doesn't go off this time, then you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ahmed, did you get to watch yeah. the game? And what are your thoughts on the Suns thus far without Chris Paul and Cam, Jay Crowder, etc.? Et uh, yeah, I watched the game, and I think the biggest takeaway. I, I keep watching it these games and the way they close them out and you see Booker, you see Aiden and you see Mikhail Bridges and they're forming a pretty formidable closing group. I mean, just yeah. those three guys, like they, they're not young players anymore. These guys are vets now and they know how to close games out defensively, offensively rebounding, blocking shots, getting like whatever they need to do, get steals. They're doing all those things in clutch time now. And it's a routine now, every game routine, they're doing it. So what's up Roy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just love it. Sorry, my son's trying to sneak in here. But just, uh, just, my son's doing that now too. Just yeah. <laughs> Go up. But yeah, no, it's, I mean, I'm just loving the, the the what we're seeing and we're seeing what the future is going to look like when Chris Paul's gone. You know what I mean? Like I was looking at this, yeah. I'm like I could see this for another 5 years of this mm -hmm. group, especially what campaigns planned. And look, he didn't even have a great game, but he distributed No, no, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> let's just get the one. <laughs> and then we could talk. Um, yeah. And here's what the fun part is. After next year, I I, I bet you next year Chris Paul is going to be like about done after next year. You know who's going to be pissed off? You know who's going to be pissed off of losing? Go upstairs. SGA, De'Aaron Fox, uh, Dejounte Murray. These guys are going to be pissed off at losing after next year. Dejounte will be. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll, take any, I'll take. Pop I'll take any of them. <laughs> so Suns are just killing it. Another big test against the Bulls, who have not done good against the top teams, and yeah. uh, Golden State still losing by sixteen with four and a half to go. So Shit. let's move on to the very underwhelming Cardinals. The very underwhelming. We signed Zach Ertz. That was dope. I was happy. We did sign mm-hmm. Max Williams. JJ, that's huge. We know that's huge. Huge. Yeah. Uh, Chandler Jones. Bye-bye. 17 and a half a year for three years in Oakland. We weren't I mean, have, dude, have fun being on the worst team in that division. Dude, that Christian division Kirk, is insane, dude. Christian Kirk, oh, what was Kirk. it, 84 mil? <laughs> yeah. He's, getting, he's the number three paid wide receiver right now. He's getting paid more than Devontae Adams. Have, have, fun, have, fun, have fun over there. Chase Edmonds going to Miami. Congrats. And then they just signed okay. Raheem Mostert, by the way, today. I don't know if anybody yeah, else saw that. Saw they signed that, Raheem yeah. Mostert. Um, after that, no real move. Oh, Jordan Hicks Von- that we released. We Jordan Hicks went over to the Vikings. Outside mm. of that for the Cardinals, I don't I don't know of any other Cardinals that have signed anywhere. But- Jordan Phillips is gone, but it looks like he's going to Buffalo. Possibly. No, oh, yeah, confirmed. Release Jordan Phillips, thank God. Uh, restructured Justin Pugh, which I think we all kind of collectively thought we were gonna cut Justin Pugh after that season. But uh, then obviously we re-signed James Conner. So our our biggest internal free agents we signed, which is good. And then Von Buffalo Biller going up there in Buffalo. And then there was a there was a couple other ones. There was quite uh, a few quite a few little ones. Man, did they put the numbers out on Chandler Jones? Uh, 17 and a half a year for three years, over three years. So 17 and a half per. Yeah. We weren't paying okay. that. <laughs> no. Nope. Hassan thank, Reddick. Thank you, Chandler Jones. Hassan Reddick to, to Philly. Yeah. Amari Cooper gets traded to, to the Browns. Deshaun Watson's probably going to go somewhere. And then Baker Mayfield's going to go somewhere. Kirk Cousins re-signed in Minnesota. I mean, oh, uh, Randy, Good you're time. a Packers fan. The Your pass rusher. That just went to the yeah, Darius. What's his name? Darius Smith. Yeah, yeah, he's out of here. So we. So tell me what the Packers strategy because they're pretty much just running it back, thinking like that's good enough, right? Yeah. So I, so. I yeah. So it's just like right now we're kind of like sitting like you guys a little bit in the sense of just we're just not doing anything, and then I feel like me just watching from across, like looking at the Chargers. I don't know if you guys seen the Chargers, but yeah. they made some yeah. pretty big like. J.C. Jackson, uh, Khalil Mack, baby. Man. That's my bandwagon like, team right and, now. And they re-signed uh, Mike Williams, their wide receiver, too. Yeah, so they they are not messing around this year. But um, as a pack, yeah, as the Packers, like, I don't have any faith kind of in its front office. Like, because I was, like, more so – I'm ready to move on as a Packers fan in the sense of I'm tired of the manipulation of Aaron Rodgers and just, like, what he does, just, like, Am I going to be here? Am I not going to be here? Like, you kind of okay. did that, like, with the Brett Favre, like, way back when. It's just like, oh, I'm retired. I'm not retired. Then it's just like – but then it turns to, like, a weird, like, pimp hole kind of situation where it's just like you're just manipulating us. Like, like we're, like, we're hanging on to every word that you say. We're going to Pat McAfee's show, listening to – trying to, de- like, dissect everything you say. And it's just like, I'd rather you leave and just, like, know, like, all right, like, this is what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? But we still haven't even signed Devontae Adams yet. And like I said, our I just don't have no faith in it. So unless I don't know why he resigned. I mean, maybe he's like cool with having another year of just a bunch of nobodies or like trying to do it all himself again. So 
I don't know, but it is what it is. I, my opinion is it's just a money grab. I think it's a mm-hmm. money grab. I think so. Yeah. Cause, I think he wants to retire just as a Packer. I don't know why he didn't do that just this season, but he probably heard that Brady was coming back, and he's just like, no, nah, I'm just going to stay. <laughs> but <laughs> but, but no, it, it really messes up the, the quarterback market for us. Because oh, now yeah, we got to lock in Kyler at 50 or whatever now, hopefully not more than that. But we got to lock Kyler in because if we, if we go another year, the next quarterback is not going to be deserving, and they're probably going to get like a $55, $60 million deal for, per year. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So we got to we gotta lock him in right now. How do you guys feel about Kyler Murray, though? Like just the way he closed it out or just like – was it more his fault? Because I see a lot of people blaming him. But like I feel like that O-line was – I don't know. Like it was depleted. Like I don't know awful. if it was so. – yeah, that O line that last game against the Rams, and like we all seen what Aaron Donald can do, so it's just like the Rams really is the worst him? matchup for us. The Rams yeah. was the worst matchup going in because yeah. yeah, our offensive line was not healthy, and then obviously we were missing Diop. That was a big part of it, and then the coaching staff just fell fell down at the end. So we there's just a lot of things like we peaked way too early, and we got to mm-hmm. figure out how not to do that again. Yeah, I feel like the Packers did the same thing. The Packers peaked too early as well. Hundred percent, and just got happy on the farm, like Monty said. So it was just, it was just that, just bad defense. And then, like at the end of the day, like we scored like what one? T- we scored. I forgot what the score was, but we didn't score like after the second half or like after the first half. So it was just like, how much of that is on Aaron Rodgers? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like a lot of people like to deflect and be like, oh, it's not really his fault. It's X, Y, and Z. But 100%. it's like, no, it's a hundred percent his fault. He probably knows better than the damn offensive coordinator. You know, he's out there, he's seeing it, he's going to be the one that's going to call an audible change play, do whatever he needs to do. Mm-hmm. And he was an M- he was an MVP the year before, MVP caliber this year. You you and you've got the best wide receiver in the league. Like it's 100% to, his fault, dude. It's- when it, when it comes to <laughs> Kyler, when it comes to Kyler Murray, and he, and here's another thing we haven't done, guys, and this is why when we have our preview show of what we think the Cardinals are going to do, I'm going to be like we're going to get 8 wins, 6 wins, whatever. Because we still have yet to sign any type of coordinator, quarterback coach, or anything to help with Kyler and Cliff. Still, after everything that we've talked about, and I know that they listen to this podcast, so they know better. <laughs> that was my one big thing. It's like, we can run it back, but this one thing needs to change. So I'm pretty pissed about that. I have no faith in this organization, you guys. What about with D-Hop coming back? Because even though you said Devontae Adams, I, I don't know. I don't know if I would kind of like, yes, I, I love Tay, but it's like I don't know how much of that is actually Aaron Rodgers and how much of it is actually Tay. You know what I mean? Like, yes, he does look like – yes, I'll give him his credit when it's due, but I feel like just watching Cooper Cup being able to break down, like, double teams and stuff like that, just the way he did it this year, and it's like – Everybody in the building knew where, like, the Rams would go, like, when they needed, you know what I'm saying, whatever the case may be. And it was the same thing kind of for us. Like, everybody knew. And then the fact that he still wouldn't be able – even though, yes, I do think that he was seeing different coverages. But I don't know. I don't know if I would, I don't know if I can throw Devontae in that top slot. No, I think I think Hopkins, like, with any quarterback, is going to be the best wide receiver in NFL. I think mm-hmm. t- uh, Cooper Cup, he's so elusive, and, they're, and they just run that, that play action so well. That they just find them every time. It was it was crazy in the Super Bowl how he could just get away from people, right? Um, you know, I mean, he, he he should have been the offensive MVP uh, for the NFL, 100%. but but uh, but now apparently that's only going to quarterbacks. That doesn't go to anybody other than quarterbacks. So, 
I think the last time was what Derrick Henry like five years ago or six years ago or something like that. Something like that. But the problem is, is Cliff Kingsbury again. And I know you guys saw those charts where he ran like 18 routes and they were all to the left side within like eight to 16 yards or something like that. So, I mean, you you know, you're probably right. D hop probably is the best receiver in the, in the league. We just have a dumbass calling plays. And we still haven't signed another wide receiver. Yeah, that's my my next question. Still haven't signed any interior defensive line or offensive line. Have done nothing to shore it up. We did sign one dude. I couldn't even tell you what his name was right now, but he was a former first-round pick from Minnesota. Got in trouble with domestic violence last year. Had to sit out the year. Got Not guilty. What's his name, JJ? Gladney? Yeah, Jeff Gladney. Yep, that's what it was. Yeah. So it looks like it could be a solid pick. So it looks like we could have a young core of DBs back there. But look, we still need a pass rusher, a premier pass rusher. We still need a yeah. number two wide receiver. And we probably mm-hmm. need to draft a running back or a wide receiver if we're not going to do that in, in, in free agency on, a, on, you know, for a second one. So because we got Connor and then we, you know, we got to get a first, a number two receiver. So, but we still got Rondell Moore. We got the tight ends should be healthy. Yes. That's huge. Maximum. That right. is huge. Right. So, um, you know, I think we need, I think they need to address depth across the lines in the draft. Um, I don't know, like with the pick situation, cause I, they don't have any third round picks. I believe, I think they got a compensatory pick. They got a comp. They got yeah. one comp. Yeah. But it's going to be a late third rounder. So it's like, you know, I don't know if that's going to help you with the line help, but yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of, I was looking at the, the ringers um, draft guide and there's a lot of playmakers um there's a lot of wide receivers this year so we should be able to mm-hmm. get we should be able to get two i would go what do you guys think rounds one and two just going wide receiver hmm. I'm Man, trying to think. I, okay so we have antoine oh. we have d hop uh, and rondale and rondale I don't know if we're going to have a choice, but I wanted to go lines. I mean, you guys know me. I'm, I just want to build the lines. I want to have an offensive line that can run block and be sturdy. I want to have a defensive line that doesn't get gashed every damn week, you guys. <laughs> I, I want a defensive line. So I'll take D-line over every other position group right now. O-line over. <laughs> we, we need an O-line, dude. Like Yeah. But it's not going to matter. It, an, a good offensive line is not going to matter if we can't get the defense off the field. They just got to keep it close. Yeah. They just got to get it get it to the, so when Kyler has a ball in the last possession. I say this every time, right? Like, as long as Kyler has a ball at the end of the game, I'm I'm happy with the chance to win the game or with the yeah. league. Do you guys have anybody like that's still free agents out there circled? Like, uh, I see Stephon Gilmore still out there. Julio, Julio Jones. Everybody wants Julio Jones now, and I don't want him. I don't want him either. I wouldn't yeah. take him. I want uh, Clowney. Yeah, I'll go that's for Clowney. Clowney. But I'm not paying 17 for Clowney, though. Oh, no. I mean, I, I, I'm thinking 14, 13, um, 14. What, What's the uh, um? Is it Eddie Eddie Goldman or, or something? Freeman, the the nose lineman out of, out of Chicago. Yeah, yeah, Florida State guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goldman. I'll take, oh, I'll I, take him. I was just thinking of uh, Freeman, uh, uh, the guy that just signed with the Dodgers. <laughs> uh, um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, who yeah he's, a good, he's a good. Randy has the balls to wear a Dodgers hat on here again. 
<laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I mean, right now at this point, like what premier pass rushers are left for us to sign? Premier? Yeah. Clowny. Clowny's the only uh, one, right? But he's not really is he is he does he play interior line? I thought, line, he, pl- I thought he played D end. Like maybe he could have been converted. I mean, he played with Watt for a few years. Maybe they want to reunite. I don't know. Yeah. He does edge and inside. He did a lot of inside with uh, JJ uh, back in Houston. Okay. This is what we're talking about, though. We should be talking about how we got XYZ player plus ABC player. Oh, Kimes really turned it around. Oh. It's not March Madness. It's Kime Madness in March. Kime does good in March. Let's make a trade. Let's do something. I mean, all these dudes are out there, and it's just nothing. It's it's a defensive back that is out of legal troubles that played one year and is already 25. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see all these teams that are going all in. You know, and we're kind of doing what the, the traditional thing is. Most I think most of the league is doing it, but the teams that are trying to win, really, really win this year are going all in, right? Rams have zero draft picks for like till like 2030 or something. Oh, well, I want to combat that because I saw a good point today. Last year was the year that we did the Chargers stuff, getting Rodney Hudson, getting JJ Watt, doing all that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and uh Justin Herbert was drafted one year later than Kyler Murray. So this is yeah. their window to do it. So I so I get it. And last year was our chance to do so, but we're just we're just not doing anything. But but don't but don't you think like we didn't give up a lot for Rodney Hunson? I mean, what did we give up? Like a second round pick or something for an all pro? We like, gave up our third round pick this third year. round pick for an all pro. That's fine. Uh, that I'll I'll True. do that any day, True. right? And then and then uh, what was the other one you said for uh, oh for JJ Watt? I mean, we didn't we he's yeah. making like nine or ten million a year. Like that's fine. Right. It's a two year deal. It's not a long term thing. So, you know, we I mean, I, I'm I'm OK. That's like smart, smart organizational building. But it, when you start doing stuff that the Rams are doing, it's just like, like, are you are you thinking Matt Stafford's going to play till 2030? Because what who's going to be a quarterback yeah. after like next year? Right. You know, I I mean, yeah. some notable names out there are um, that was I'm seeing uh, pass uh, Calais Campbell. Pierre Paul. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, Bobby Wagner's out there. I know he plays linebacker. Um, I want to see where – I'm interested – yeah, I'm interested in Allen Robinson. I don't know if he's yeah, if he's any good sure. or if his – yeah, I don't know if old boy sure. was just – Justin Fields was just that bad or – I don't Trubisky know. Trubisky was bad, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. I mean, we need a scat back too. I'll take yeah. I'll take someone on there. You know, Kime gets – Get shitted on a lot, but if you look at like the playmakers, outside players he's drafted, perimeter players, he's done a pretty good job. I mean, Rondale Moore, Arrington, Chase Edmonds. Uh, did he draft Wesley? I don't know if he drafted Wesley. No, that but, was a free agent signing, but yeah, yeah. Free agent. But but there's a Andy few other Isabella, ones. Isabella, yeah. Hakeem Butler, uh, okay. yeah. uh, Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, and these guys, these all these guys you're talking about contributed, right? But mm-hmm. we just need another stud like Rondale Moore. What was Rondale Moore like? The fourth round. Second, second round, Fourth? second, yeah. second, second, Buda okay. Baker, second round, Byron Murphy, second round. I mean, so Marco so Wilson, maybe... compensatory, or, or he was a fifth round pick in the whatever you call draft. Yeah, free agent. I want to ask. I'm drafting. Yeah, I want to. I want to ask something, but I don't know if you guys ever touched on this or not. But I, I know you guys are probably gonna kill me. How you guys feel about AJ Green? 
Done. Wide receiver. <laughs> done. He could be a wide receiver three, dude. We just need a second one, dude. Like he's never heard, of, never heard of him before. Look, he, he played good up until D Hop got hurt. He had a couple like big catches, but he did some things like that. The Green Bay game, you saw the Green Bay game. Yeah, yeah. Was he doing game? And then there was another pick six. There was a pick six that he had against. Do you guys remember the pick six? Uh, yep. I don't yeah. remember the Lions. I remember, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who they were. Uh, and, who was against? But, back. but he didn't run out the play. He didn't even try to tackle the guy. He was right next to him. He didn't even try. He just ran to the sideline. That was it. So without, I mean, I I don't know what happened in the first half of the season because he looked really good in the first half. So did right. so did Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk looked elite in the first half. But that's all because D Hop was there, taking pressure away from those guys, and the mm-hmm. offense was in rhythm. Kyler was just finding them. And then when that fell apart, it's just like you don't have we didn't have a good receiving core after that. We were That's relying crazy. on Zach Ertz, we we're relying on Chase Edmonds and Connor. Like it just it got all like gadgety at the end. I, wanna, I would still take AJ Green over Kirk. Like nah, hell, Kirk has pissed me off hell, way hell, too dude. much. Nah. Pissed me off way too much. And no. uh, what like like especially in that uh that first round game against the Rams, and that ball was right in front of him. No attempt. I was like, "Yeah, he's done, dude." Because that—that's been his whole career. It's just him not fucking trying, dude. Like, <laughs> like at least AJ Green is an established, respected, or respectable receiver. Like uh, that second half of the season, he like he was pretty bad. But at the same time, those routes that uh, Cliff had him running were dog shit. For sure. So for so, sure, bring them like, all. I'm not, yeah, so I bring Julio, on Julio Jones, bring on AJ Green, bring on D Hop, bring them all in. Hell no, nah. bring them Hell. out, bring them out. Uh, like Julio, he's a great route runner. That's what we need, dude. We just need a route runner, man. I mean, if he can play, Allen yeah. Robinson, he's a route runner. Yeah, yeah but Robinson. I heard the problem with Allen Robinson. Attempt. The, the problem with Allen Robinson is that Kyler likes to go for the one-on-one matchups and he'll call an audible, see it one-on-one, and he'll throw it up, and Allen Robinson isn't that type of receiver. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it really wouldn't work for a number two. So I'm like, so Kyler needs two number one receivers? Is that what we're talking about? Because that's what a number one receiver does, and that's frustrating to hear. But that sounds like, to me, that's, skim, that's scheme. Schematically, woo mm-hmm. Yeah, Todd's right. We need to get CC back. I'm all about that. Hey, Devontae Adams, if you want to come on a vet minimum, dude, we'll take you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I don't know. Devontae, he just made me mad at the end just because, well, it wasn't really his fault, but I just felt like, like, I don't know. I just, it was just that whole thing, how we closed it against San Fran just left a a bitter taste in my mouth. It was just the defense fell apart. Well, no, the defense is actually pretty solid. But and now was, you lost your best pass rusher, but you signed, you re-signed Devon J. Campbell, former Arizona Cardinal, great. Right, right, right. But my thing is with Aaron Rodgers is that what I've been saying for the last like maybe three or four years is that he needs weapons, man. Like MVS is trash. Um, who else is out there? Uh, Saint Brown is garbage. It's just like Randall Cobb is too old. <laughs> and it was just like, like it was getting to a point where it's like it's. Like, cause Aaron Rodgers, I don't know how much you guys watch him or not, but like he he is like Devin Booker in a sense of pettiness. Like you know, how Devin Booker gets mad at the ref, and then he'll just do like some petty stuff to like draw a foul or like keep creating contact to like to make you blow the whistle. And like Aaron Rodgers is like, if you drop a pass, like 
he won't go to you for the rest of the game. And it's just like, even if you're wide open or if he doesn't trust you, like he'll literally not pass you the ball the whole entire game. And so like, like yeah. it got to a point where he was hitting people on the numbers. And it's just like, dog, if Aaron Rodgers is hitting you on the numbers and you still dropping it, it's just like, we have, we need, we need weapons. So it's just like, yeah. So it's just, I don't know. We're just back at square one well, again. So. Get an owner, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to be making these decisions, man. Yeah, nah. So we're, uh, I got I, no I love, faith. I, I love how the town owns the team. I, I do too, but I, I absolutely two love chips. that. <laughs> um, we're about to wind it down here. We've talked enough Cardinals, which sucks because we should be going off on them right now. We should be saying a lot, but absolutely nothing has changed. They're choosing to run it back minus Chandler Jones, minus Jordan Hicks, Jordan Phillips, which is fine, and minus Chase Edmonds and Christian Kirk. Man, if Christian Kirk played with Aaron Rodgers and he did that, Christian Kirk would have had six catches last year in total. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Amit, give me give me some final thoughts on either the Suns or the Cardinals. I mean, just screw the Cardinals. Let's just keep it yeah. positive. We yeah. got what twelve <laughs> games left. <laughs> How many games? I mean, I'll left? say this. Thirteen. I'll say this about the Cardinals. I, I, you know, Kime does his work towards the end of free agency, and he gets these prove it deals. You know, or he'll do it during the season. You guys remember when we got um, yeah the Colts? Who's the Colts dude? The, the, the pass rusher. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Ah, uh, what's his name? Dwight Freeney. And Dwight. then the guy comes up and oh, with a bunch Freeney. of packs, right? Okay. So he he's able to find some some Kenyon like, Drake. Kenyon mm-hmm. Drake is another one of those guys. James Conner, too. I mean, if you think about it, like he was left on the scrap uh, heap last Jonathan, year. John Abraham. John Abraham's another one. So hopefully there's some guys out there that we can get. I, I don't know how it's looking, but I really feel like the, the first draft pick is going to have to be a playmaker. It's going to have to be wide receiver, running back type guy that can play in the slot or get in the backfield. You know, another one of those Rondell Moore type dudes. Um, it's got to be whoever's, you know, the best one out there. That's what I'm thinking. Cause I don't think, I don't think we're going to get a number two in free agency the way that they're, but they freed up so much money. I'm just like, what are you guys doing? They must be have something cooking. So we're just going to have to see what, the, what happens over the next, you know, couple of weeks or days. Um, as far as the Suns go, I mean, I'm just loving it, man. I'm just loving the Lakers getting trashed um, every night now. And it's like, <laughs> and it's a bigger story than the Suns just blowing everybody out because like, dude, here, here, so I'll give my, should I wait till we have a Lakers fan on or should I give my Lakers take right now? By all means. Okay, all let's do it. Here's the thing. I'll send the it Lakers, to Freddie. 106. I'm sending this to Freddie. You sent it to <laughs> Freddie. So the Lakers, when Jerry Buss died, his family took over. His family they kind of they grew up in the organization, but they weren't basketball people. They kind of got by with Mitch Kupchak, Jerry Buss. You know, Kobe was there. They had some. They could do some things to bring in legitimate star talent. Jerry West helped them out from Memphis. Now we're seeing you have to actually. It's not, you can't run it like a small business. This is a multi-billion-dollar organization. They're still running it like a small business. Business. They have um, uh, what's uh, what's the guy's name? The, the general manager who who looks like uh, Rob Lowe. Rob Palinka, Palinka, dude, Palinka, yeah, he, he's he, the only reason he's there is because he was Kobe's agent. That it's yeah. so it's like time, it's like family stuff. Let's bring in the family guy, right? Kurt Rambis, same thing. Kurt Rambis, he's a family guy. By the way, Magic I you went Johnson. to high school. What's that? Magic Johnson too. Magic that. is another one, exactly. Who oh, is cool. tied to the family because he's seen as like another son of Jerry Buss. Kurt Rambis, dude. So him, his son and I went to college. Jordan Rambis, and this dude. 
sucks at basketball, like legitimately was terrible. And he thought he was the shit. He's like, I know Kobe. He's like, Kurt's my dad, blah, blah, blah. When we'd hoop. And I'm like, that tells me everything I need to know about Kurt Rambis because he couldn't coach in the NBA and he doesn't know anything about basketball. Uh, he nothing like literally nothing. Like his son was trash, dude. He's like, he was like, six, he was like six, four too. Like he was at least five inches taller than me. He couldn't do anything. Um, so they're run like a small business when they should be run like a multi-billion dollar organization. Um, you see what the sons are doing. I don't know if you guys ever caught that, um, courtside videos that they do where they, t- they talk about the analytics and they talk about the food, like the sons have like up their game big time. Um, where the, the 5G Verizon Center, like that place has so much more uh, data capability capture than any other facility that any other NBA team is having. Damn. Granted, other teams are going to do it over time, but the Suns are the first ones to do it. So, I mean, nice. you look at like in the Warriors too, right? The Warriors are really built like an organization. Like they have spurs over many years. So the, the Lakers are in a, like, are, I feel like they're we're watching the beginning of the spiral because mm-hmm. – without full like leadership there and just being a family business where each sibling owns six, uh, one sixth of the team. And we've already seen the infighting where uh, the, the son got fired by his sister. Like it's going to be a lot of trouble for them. A lot and no draft picks and no yeah. draft picks and, and no flexibility. And, and to add one more thing, uh, another uh, person uh, that doesn't get brought up a lot, which makes a lot of, uh, decision making is Je- uh, Jeannie Buss's childhood friend. <laughs> and Who's that? like, uh, I forget her name, but she, <clears throat> like, no one knows her actual role with the team, but she's right next to Jeannie making these decisions as well. So I forget her name. You can find it. Uh, like, I heard it today. Linda like, Rambis. Linda, Linda Rambis has oh, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of authority. A lot of authority. Yeah. And they have no ownership stake or nothing. They don't have roles in the co- in the business. Yeah. Linda. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 gonna be it's Freddy, gonna be fun to watch. Lakers are awful, <laughs> and they're gonna be for a minute, and they're gonna be for a minute. I'm here for it, but we got bigger fish to fry, y'all. Yep, yep. Larry O'Brien, I will yeah. absolutely freak out if we get Larry O'Brien. Like, Cheers, coming from a face. I'm, I'm not. I'm calling in the work for the next two days. I don't care what meeting I have. I'm not going to work. I'm staying up all all night. I'm having the best hangover of my life. And then I'm celebrating all next day. I will fly down to Phoenix for the championship parade. Yeah. And I'm really hoping the Jazz pull it out in the first round so I can go to a second round series between the Suns and Jazz. That's what I'm I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to the airport. I'm going to go to the parade. I like. Like, no, there's no airports this year, man. It's all about winning. We did that last year. We won't do that until they win. Want to yeah, come man. back from winning? <laughs> yeah, man. I had last year. It was so crazy. Like I never drank like alcohol like in my life before. But I was like I'll, I'll always been like as a kid. Even I was like, whenever we win a championship, that's the day I'm gonna pop a bottle and then celebrate like I'm in the locker room. And I had the goggles <laughs> and everything set up last year. And then we ended up like laying an egg. So it was oh, just yeah. like, yeah. So it was just like, it's just sitting in your pantry. Yeah, so it's it's somewhere around here. So maybe maybe what we do get back there, you know what I'm saying? Pop a bottle, just get drunk or whatever for the first time. So oh yeah, for sure. On air, gonna, we're yeah, up, it'll be an we're meeting podcast. up and getting drunk. We're we're all gonna be at the parade. Oh yeah, I'm popping bottles all the way to the parade. Like I'm yeah. in the locker room. Baby. Yeah, we'll all go in on an Airbnb or something too, so that we can all party. <laughs> it, look, 
It'll look like a 2004 rap music video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything less is unacceptable, really. I mean, yeah. <laughs> when we get to the finals, I'm going to be watching the games outside with cigars and doing all of that stuff. So the post games are going to be lit. Oh, I can't wait. Did you guys know that this Sunday, when this Sunday comes, we will be exactly three weeks away to the end of the season? This Sunday makes it three weeks. Here we go. It's getting real. It's getting real, real. Fortunately, we've got three weeks of NCAA March Madness to go through. Amit, one week from tomorrow, U.S. Men's National Team, they start their final leg, three matches. That's going to be huge. Yeah. One of my favorite golf tournaments of all time, or the the favorite, the Masters is going to come up too. Spring is a good time for sports, so there's a lot to do. Lot to watch, but we're all about the Suns right now. We do not need to be talking about the Cardinals anymore, especially with the dumpster juice that they're having. <laughs> the Coyotes are actually winning. Baseball's back too. He's on Fire Podcast. Thanks you guys for joining. Two hundred subs. Sets. 